Hi, this is Kimberly and Miranda, Tipsy Mystics again. And we have a very exciting subject that is very dear to me today. And it's the concept of the game theory, which is a popular theme that a lot of souls have decided to partake in while on earth. So let's talk about what are you drinking, Miranda? I am drinking a rosé cider. What? From a Virtue Cider. Oh my gosh. I never think of putting those two together, but it sounds, you sound, you drink these summery drinks. It's beautiful. Well, it's summer. And you, if you can't see her, but she's wearing this beautiful little sundress <laughs> and she's so perky. She's always so damn perky. Yeah. That's what happens when it's your first life on earth. <laughs> the rest of us, That's I'm true. like, whiskey and vodka. I'm like, screw that shit. I want the hard stuff. I've been here a long time. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I'm still knocking down the, um, the fries, uh, biodynamic. What was it? A Mendocino something. It's really good. It does after a while, cause it takes me a while to drink a bottle. It, um, it's still syrupy in case you were wondering. So mm. it's very thick and it's got a lot of body or legs. It's got legs. Anyway, so let's talk about the game theory. And yeah, I did, you explain it so I'll that I know it. what we're talking about. So what's well, a good thing for you to know? Or you could just wing it. <laughs> just messing with no, you. Well, you explain it to me how you think right. it is. And I will probably be like, yeah, I just don't call it that. Right. Which so is usually how it goes. <laughs> pretty much. So the game theory is if you consider yourself a soul who has decided to, you got to go do a little bit of learning and you choose a place to go. And so a lot of souls chose earth at this time because of the massive polarity that we're going through. Now, you go up a few creational levels and there's something called the game theory in which if you can imagine yourself playing a part and you're living in a simulation. So no coincidence there, but you can see how virtual reality is kind of making a, a, a upward trend in our world in that you're basically immersing yourself into a game. So the game theory is basically a bunch of us souls who have decided some of us are going to play the good guy. Some of us are going to play the bad guy. There's rescuers and heroes and bums and just regular people who don't really want to partake in all of the drama of the game. And then there's the people like me who want to be involved in all the forward thinking fringe shit and everybody in between. So if you are involved in this theme, you get to basically choose everything. You're choosing your, your theme as far as like what role you want to play. You're choosing your costume, right? What, where do you want to be uh, in life as far as the social status, of, you know, socioeconomic group, whatever that would be. You're going to choose your adversaries, like who's going to be against you. You're going to choose your love interests, which is a big one. So if you've heard of the twin flame thing, anything like that, chances are if you feel like you have a twin flame, you're probably playing within that game theory. And it's a very common thing 
that you two would be separated on the game board and you make your way back to each other. And it's, I mean, it's how movies are made, seriously. So with that said, all of us are kind of, when you start to awaken to the fact that you're creating your reality, you also realize that you're creating your role as you're going along. And the basis of this, you can read it if you want to read anything about Hinduism. That's the, the concept of Leela in that it's a big giant play. So we're not making this up. This is, I mean, if you want to look back into myth, you can read about it and, and learn about it. But if you're listening to this and this still interests you, chances are you are on the game board with us. So Miranda, what are you playing? What role are you playing? I don't know. What are my options? <laughs> we're limitless. I know. Yourself. What do you, what I, do, you I, do on the game board? You honestly, have a game board to walk around. I feel like I have lived a few lifetimes already. So I've played all of those different roles at different times. So it's not like I've come in and I said, well, this is, this is it. I'm going you, you to played be more than one person on earth. No, just roles. Game roles. Like what? Like the ingenue. And the- <laughs> Who drinks rosé cider on a Sunday? Yeah, I, um, well, I'm limitless, so I've played so many roles. I've been so many people. Still myself, but I've, I've been the victim. I've been the savior. I've been the adversary. I've been the bad guy. I've been the good guy. Uh, okay, so what's your favorite one that you can think of? I, I like being the good guy, and I like having fun. And being carefree, just being like a wild, a wild little hippie. A wild like- hippie. Oh my God. No wonder you're on my game board with me, right? <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. So you is know- your theory that like we, whoever we choose in our life, right? When we make our little blueprint. Mm-hmm they are on the same game board as us. And then there's all these different game boards. Earth is one game board, right? Earth itself is a big game board. And then there's just like we have a planet and we have countries. Time periods. Exactly. We have time periods. We have um, big events like prime, they call them prime events, like not a pandemic, a pandemic, right? Um, (laughs) Or Jesus, all three of the Jesuses that came together as the one. G-Zi. The Jesus, The Jesus. But the, the idea is that before we incarnated, we got into a big freaking meeting room and we're mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going to earth. We're going to play this, this particular time space continuum. And we're going to, we all got our stuff to learn. All of us are expanding, right? Yeah, so- I sat, I sat in that room. You did too. You did the Life Between Lives and I did a QHHT and I sat in my little chair, my wooden chair, and then there's a boardroom table in front of me. Oh my God. The council? The council. fuck. They scared the shit out of me and I loved them at the same time. But, and I will tell you this, and I still haven't totally figured it out, but right before in my um, regression, right before I went and did sit and sat in front of my council, there were three beings like me. And what I was told later is they were 
three aspects of me. So I think those would be, like you're saying, the three sort of main roles that I'm playing. Because at first I thought it was me and like two other people, but it was really three aspects of me, the three main roles I was going to be playing on the planet. So what three roles were they? One I haven't learned yet. Uh, One is uh, of transformation. uh, And one is uh, about wisdom and bringing wisdom and truth and meaning to the planet. Something Earth kind of needs right now. Yeah. So those are, and then there's another one that they said I don't really know yet. That whole idea of the council, I mean, it, it, it does play into the game theory because they kind of see the bigger picture. So if you imagine them along with you, of course, being the game master, right? They're the ones who are like, all right, we can see the whole game board from here. But when you go down there, you're not going to be able to see the whole game board, right? Right. So you get, you're into that physical aspect and you can just see what your physical eyes can see until, you know, you wake up a little more and remember that you're playing this game. So my counsel was like, so patient. I'm like, people tell me what the hell's going on here. And I'm standing there and that's what I'm thinking. Of course, I'm not saying that because there's honor and respect involved. It's kind of like, here we go back to the Harry Potter thing. But if you're sitting in front of like Dumbledore and all the, the, the professors that have seen it all, and they're like, all right, come on, let's just look at things from a bigger picture and realize that you're here to grow. But the, and, and I'm like, just give me a little hint. Give me a seed, something to go on when I get back down on the game board to tell me which direction I'm supposed to go in. And one of the council members, all this person said, because they're male, female, you know, can't always tell, right? And she said, just remember that art heals. And it like, it shut me up for a second. I'm like, oh, that's pretty profound. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) But I came down here, back down after that session, and I started to, as you know, I make a lot of art now, and it absolutely has healed. So I think, you know, one of the reasons that we end up choosing this theme is if you're still incarnating, it's because you're still learning to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a human to incarnate, but if you're coming to earth as a human, you are a, a badass and B really wanting to take the fast track in learning how to love yourself. Yeah. And the way you do that is to give yourself some contrast, right? You put yourself in a costume, you give yourself a set of parents, you give yourself a, 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 a per- perspective growing up from, you know, whatever situation you lived in growing up, and then you form yourself from those things. And then out on the game board, you go with that programming and with that conditioning. And then you learn to live on the game board. Yeah. Like in astrology, the chart is really like your game board, your natal chart. And it sets up these themes that you're going to have in your life and who uh, is playing those roles, whether it be your mother and then 
30 years later, it's a partner or a colleague or something like that. It's another person in your life. But the archetypal role is just this, like you said, these, these sort of people, these players that changes who it is throughout your life, but they're, they're still that player. They're still the, you know, the little red guy you put on the board, right? They're still the, the red player. The antagonist. Or the blue player or the whoever, right? You go in and you play the board game again. And maybe I'm the red. I'm the, oh, if we're going with Monopoly, right? You're the um, iron. Candyland is like more what I remember. Oh, I mean, I always Mm -hmm. wanted to be the iron in Monopoly. Oh, really? Always the iron. There was a tower or a ladder or something like that. Yeah. And then there's like a car or like a top hat. I think there was a top hat. A top hat. So like, I couldn't sit long enough. Every time to go you play the game throughout your life, someone else is maybe the iron or another mm-hmm. person is, is the top hat, but there's still that top hats playing the game and you, and you are coming into whatever concept or theme that you always play out with the top hat person, but it's just a different person in your life. But does the chart tell you that, like who the top hat is, or they just say there's a top hat and you have to figure it out on your own? Uh, I mean, you'll, like if someone were talking to me, they would tell me and I would understand via the chart what sort of need and feelings and um, context and experiences and events that are surrounding that person. So I'll be like, oh, well, that's your moon. You can figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a child, like parents, siblings, they they all are, tend to be the same planets. Like your moon is going to be your mother, Saturn and the sun are your father uh, or whoever's playing that role in your life. And your siblings are going to be Mercury. So as a child, you can kind of like see that. And I can also see what time those planets are showing up in your life like when they'll show up. Um, And often the transit that's happening will be related to why this is happening again, why this is coming up. Why this is coming up like in your- Why this theme is coming up. In this incarnation or in this whole life? Why is this theme coming up now that you're 30? Mm. It's a recurring theme. It's coming up again because it was a moon aspect and the moon is, is aspecting that. The transiting moon is, you know, aspecting that planet or- or Neptune or whatever. Oh my God. It's like you're speaking another language woman. (laughs) I know. Seriously. I get it. And I totally don't get it. Like, I mean, let's look at the game. What are planets? Planets would be like, like the pieces on the game board. Like you, the hats, you know, Neptune, the um, little car is Mars. Is that the one? What didn't Monopoly have the car where you put yeah. like, the people in it when you no, had No, that's kids? life. That's life. Oh shit. Okay, never mind. It's, it's I should yeah. know how to play life at this point. Anyway. <laughs> you know, so the planets are these little pieces, these little archetypal people that are gonna come into your life. Whether they be your parents or a partner or, you know, people that you work with or just people that are in your life to bring these themes out. And so if you're Going back to the game theory, these are people that you were in that meeting room with and you're like, I want to play this part for you and I want to play this part Absolutely. for you. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm so- going to play this. I'm going to play this Mars role for you 
when you're older, right? Because this is a theme you're going to keep playing out in your life. And so maybe this person is a kid in your class when you're in elementary school is playing that Mars role. And then a colleague is playing that Mars role for you when you're, you know, in your forties. So each person is like, okay, I'm going to play this role for you, show you the perspective when you're here in life. And this person says, I'm going to play this role for you and show you this perspective when you're at this place in life. Does that make sense? Yeah. For once it totally did. Okay. I mean, but you didn't put a whole lot of planets in there except for Mars, which I am a fan of since I did have a few lives there before we blew ourselves up. Each planet um, is in your life. We all have every planet in our chart. Some of them are going to be more prevalent in our lives because that's the theme we chose, right? We chose, you know, maybe these three things that are going to be difficult. Maybe you have a difficult aspect between Mars and Neptune, so those Mars-Neptune people are going to keep showing up in your life. Those, those people, those experiences that are reflective of those planets and that um, aspect between those planets are going to keep showing up in your life so that you can see it from a new perspective, understand it in a new and different way until you, at this, I mean, most lives, obviously, till you die, this one until, you know, you reach the point of understanding that you're creating it. And that you're balancing it out. So the whole you're thing balancing is we keep it out. doing these themes until we balance them out. Yep. Or get bored, right? So maybe at the, after this next life, you're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out because I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. But you have to accept that you are both of those things really in the end, that's the balance. So this game board, which I can totally see myself looking down on a game board and I'm, I am creating a virtual reality game. It's just a coincidence, but I've been getting a lot of help from my team for that in that I can see that perspective of being, having an avatar on the game, right? And even if you leave your house and you walk down the street, mm -hmm. I, you know, you can see yourself as an avatar because we don't have bodies for real, mm -hmm. right? We're just balls of energy. So when you're incarnating on earth, there's a very small portion of you that is really solidifying itself into what we would call a body. And that's how we can take part in this game because we need the <laughs> physical aspect in order to be on the game board. We need the five senses yeah. in order to play on the game board. Once you start getting to that awakening process where you're starting to see that your body isn't all that solid, there's the chance that you can rise yourself up above that game board and start, like you were saying with the planet, start seeing where certain people are playing certain roles for you. Yep. And then it starts to get fun because you're like, oh, that's what that's about. Yep. Right? Exactly. And put things into perspective that way. Yeah. They're showing me this part of myself so that I can accept it and say, yes, I want to be more like that. Or no, I don't. But either way, I love that about me. You know, I love myself regardless. So beautiful. You got to love, and I don't have any enemies. I haven't had enemies in a long time, but you know, they always say, keep your enemies close. Well, that's because mm -hmm. they're you. 
right? <laughs> just in another costume. They just chose to play a different role. God in, in costume. God in like a costume. Said. Yeah. And, you know, as you start realizing that you are a source being just playing this role, it gets a lot easier to deal with other people on the board. Yeah. What are those Eddie Murphy movies where he like plays every character? I did a movie with him or was it Martin Lawrence? I don't know. They both do that where they play like they play the the grandma and all that stuff. And I did they, a movie with Martin yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, they play like everyone in the it movie. It was amazing to watch the transformation because yeah. I actually got to physically watch like standing next to him and he's got the whole grandma outfit on like a mm-hmm. 300 pound grandma and yeah. then just this little tiny head sticking out and he's eating yeah. like a cookie but that's that's the, that's this that's it. that's it that's us right and so it's all a matter of of perception like like i'm perceiving myself as playing this role and all of these people that are in my life are here to help me learn who i am yeah there are some things that we accept in ourselves. Um, so we allow that to, to ourselves to play that role. And there's things that we don't want to accept and we often project them onto other people. Often. I think it might be always, but. Always. Always. Well, but why else, I yeah. mean, why else would we we'd be here? Why else would we be meeting up with other people unless there was something to learn from each person about ourselves? Right. Of course, exactly. You planned it all out ahead of time. And if and if any of you have never had what well, you had a QHHT session, yeah, right? and I had a life between lives session, which was truly amazing. But if quantum, you ever, a quantum healing session, yeah, if you ever have a chance to do that and you're interested, it really so did. worth it. So worth it. Too. It really opened up like my communication with my higher self like it as they told me the next day or something because it feels like you're just talking to yourself the thoughts are coming but they're coming from a different sort of path and that path is kind of choppy and not easy and there's a lot of like stumps to trip over (laughs) on the way from the communication from your higher self to get out of your into words and out of your mouth um, but it really helped me um, connect more in that way, which is, I mean, the whole experience was cool just to like learn about myself and whatever, but it also was my way of putting myself on that path of like having this communication channel with them. And so once you had that, then your channel opened up a lot more? Oh, I yeah. Think you started well, the automatic the- writing after that, didn't you? Oh, it took me a while for that, but just trusting what was coming in because you think it's going to come in a certain way and feel like it's separate than you, but it's not. It feels exactly like you. So like having that experience allowed me to really understand that that's, that it was still not my, you know, 3D self, that it still, it still seems like it's coming. It's my words. They're still my words. Well, it's you talking but, to you, but it's me, but it's a high, it's a, a version of me with a higher perspective. And I think that's one of the, you know, here we are on the game board and we're walking around, we're in these, we're really, really, really invested in our roles, right? 
so invested, so invested that we don't even pay attention to all the (laughs) other roles that we're playing Mm -hmm. on other boards. And there are many, right? But I think one of the things, like you were saying, where you learned how to listen to your higher self and accept it as a valid communication. Yep. One thing that I found really surprising about that aspect was that it was so much more subtle than I thought it would be. Right. Uh, it's incredibly subtle. Like I thought it was going to be this big booming voice, like God talking to you right. in your ears. And instead it was more like someone in the control room. Right. And so I have a, I, I wrote a blog article and it's called Truman in the control room. Did you see the Truman story? Yep. So imagine, you know, Truman's going through his life, not knowing that he's on this, basically this giant game board, right? Mm -hmm. It's basically a giant movie set. And at the end, of course, he figures it out. Whoops. Sorry if that was a spoiler for people, but (laughs) <laughs> you have movies seen from the nineties. Okay, it's okay. So basically when he finds out, if you imagine yourself get have coming to that realization and then saying, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go up into the control room and let's do this. Right. So imagine he's like instead of leaving, he just goes up into the into the moon, the moon control room with Kristoff and they're planning his life from there yeah right that's basically kind of basically what we're doing Uh, exactly we're realizing that we're in control and we're making we're 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 designing our environment so if you knew that you could go up into the control room and set your atmosphere and set the actors that were going to show up in your in your life or in, you know, in the town square or whatever, what would you create? That's huge. Yeah. And we all have that ability. All of us, all of us. Yeah. And we're doing it. We're always doing it. There's a higher aspect of ourselves that are, that it's always doing that, but we're connecting with them more now. So the idea is we're becoming that, that, higher aspect of ourselves and the the, the process is just becoming conscious of it because most of us are doing it in our dream state right now because our belief systems don't allow us to do it you know in in our waking state and that's going away right the more you leave your doubts behind and you start believing that things can happen the more things happen when you're in your waking state yeah but they don't, they don't seem otherworldly. No, they just seem like, oh, cool. I knew that yeah. could happen. I, I always knew that could happen. I meant yeah. to do that. Yeah. Like the other day, I, I got myself free ice cream. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. I just got this ice cream and it, they didn't have a, it didn't scan. I really wanted this ice cream. It's Jen. It was Jenny's. They just got Jenny's in to the grocery store and Jenny's ice cream is amazing. And so they didn't have like a price on it yet. I guess someone put it on the shelf, but it wasn't in the system yet. And the guy came over to like when the thing was like yelling and he was doing self-checkout and he just like scanned his, his little badge and like let it go. He didn't even put in a price. You manifested ice cream. And I manifested free ice cream. 
And because I believed that that's what it was, I wasn't like, oh, really screwed the system there, didn't I? No, I was like, oh, I gave myself free ice cream. That's just my perspective now on things. And that's a completely valid perspective. Yeah. Right. When all possibilities exist, it's so easy for us to choose the, oh shit, now I'm going to hold up myself in line and they got to go look for the price. Instead, you were like, I made some damn free ice cream for myself and I totally deserve it. Yeah. Just as valid a possibility as the other one. Absolutely. Well, I got no free ice cream, but it sounds really good right now. Yeah. We have one of those down the street that's like the goat cheese and chive mm. kind of place for ice mm-hmm. cream like, yeah oh. it's got like a lavender and honey and like and goat cheese. wonderful things and, and all cheese and yeah well that sounds like a cheese plate that you're describing not an <laughs> ice cream it's not that far off ice cream is close to cheese right? it's very close to cheese, really yeah. cold cheese so let's talk about if you're on the game board and you're in your cool avatar outfit whatever that would be mine would be more like a cat woman suit personally oh, that's i would totally you. have a cat woman suit on yeah with the boots that you're like there's no way she can land in those things nobody lands <laughs> in three inch high heels but cat woman can do it okay so if, if i'm in design myself on the game board i'm gonna design a body that can fit inside the cat suit which i'm okay, okay with that i'm okay with that now i'm good there but like, what would you do? Where would you go on your game board? Well, I mean, this is what we were just talking about on the last show with our, our bucket list. Mm-hmm. It's a trick. It's a trick it's, question. I'd do all the bucket list things, all the bucket list places and fabulous outfits. I'd be like, I used to have this um, Barbie video game when I was a kid and she had she was like going shopping. That was the whole game. Like you went to a mall and she had animal <laughs> and she had like animal friends that she would have to call in to like get things off of high shelves. So like, oh my God. <laughs> like a giraffe. <laughs> well, it would be like a bird. Like you would call oh, in yeah. her bird friend and she would like, the bird would fly in and like knock the very high pair of shoes off the shelf in the store so that she could like get it. This was the, so I feel like I would definitely be playing the Barbie game in my life. Barbie game. Now see, I am totally, I am like, so in galactic history, if people aren't used to it, Star Wars is basically a replay of the Orion star systems history. That's Mm -hmm. what Star Wars is. You got the light, got the dark, everybody's up against each other, blah, 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 blah. That's me. I am totally like double agent, put me in the darkness and I can, fit in with all those people, but bring me to the light, like send me to a conference with the light people. And I totally, I'm like, I can totally do this. I might have some faux pas because of the dark part, but I'm, I could totally do it. So I like the whole fake fighting. <laughs> like a little like Mortal I Kombat. do my own, do my own stunts kind of thing. Oh, right. I don't, so, I can't, I am so anti like any sort of violence like i can't do any sort of it's fake i understand that's fake but i have zero desire there isn't an ounce in my body that has any desire to like fight physically or even like i i run away from any sort of like adversarial situation but look at batman 
he can hit people and they never get up. Yeah. Right. You just have the pow, the little pow thing in the, in the little bubble right above them and they just don't get up. So you don't have to have all the, the blood and all that stuff. I just don't, I the thought of like hitting another human being. No, 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 no. I just can't. Get no, I skip it. all past that. I skip past that. No, no, no. Yeah. It's more white collar. <laughs> okay. It's more white collar, like spy stuff. Spies okay. don't ever get really, except for James Bond, but he's not really a spy. No, like a double agent kind of thing. You don't need to get, you don't need to get violent with people because you're too witty. You're too cunning. Ah, now right. that I that I don't mind. Right, right. No, I I can never, never of, hit a human. A battle of um humor. What is that? Like your mama jokes? They used to have your, that. <laughs> your mama or she said that's what she said jokes. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah, sort of like that. that sort of comedy battle. Right. <laughs> so no, you behind. don't need any you don't need any even pseudo physical violence because yeah. there's way more fun ways to get around things, secret messages, um, cryptography, any kind of weird map. I mean, there's so many ways to get around the game board with mystery and with intrigue. Okay. I think my game board's going to be more, you know. Barbie. You're going to be on the Barbie game board and I'm on the like, let's fucking do this game. Throwing parties and like going... (laughs) Lounging on yachts in Santorini. Like, that's the game board I'm into. I'm on the, like, let's, let's, let's bring the galactic neighbors in and we'll pretend that we're fighting and then we, we all end up on yeah. Miranda's yacht. My, my issue is that, like, the butler doesn't make m- mojitos the way I like them. Like oh, that's, like that's the issue. Like so we have a little finger shaking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I really yeah. like, I don't know what's in a mojito. It says mint at the bottom, right? Oh, I make them. I call them marinitos because they're mojitos made by Miranda. Marinitos. Yeah. Well, maybe someday. Rolls off the ever, tongue. I'll make you one. If we ever get. Really easy. On the same coast, right? Yeah. Again, we're allowed. We're on the game the board world. and we're totally separated on the game board. I know. Right? Well, the, well, I think it may, after this discussion, I think it makes sense. We're <laughs> on different coasts. You're Why? on. I'm in, because I'm in the fluffy the- cloud dreamland game board. I'm a fucking <laughs> candy land. And I'm on the like, let's, let's beat the light forces win. Every yeah, time you're, on, game you're board. playing battleship. <laughs> But I've never hit a human. That's the funny thing. It's like, so going back to that, this is, has, has a very strong Orion tie. And I don't know if you know much about the Orion star system, but the Orion star system. It was dark. There was some dark shit going on. It was very dark shit. And, and aren't so, we still kind of playing out a lot of the Orion well, stuff see here? What, yeah. So what happened is that as Orion reached completion, which is when everybody realizes that they're creating their reality, right? Some of us were like, well, I don't care. We've reached completion, but I still like to fight. (laughs) Like it's still fun for us to have tug of wars and stuff. And so the, one of the closest places, closest in quotes was earth because earth still has that polarity going on. 
And so a lot of us incarnated again here, we blew Mars up. So we got rid of that. We blew up Maldek and that was Mm -hmm. gone too. So we're like, all right, now we got to go to earth. And so a lot of us that are here on earth that still like to do a little bit, but it's fake fighting. It's not like real crime. It's still like, I still have it in me. Like I still got this energy in me and I don't want to hurt anybody, but yeah, that's healthy. Right. So those are your video game players. Maybe those are your star Wars fans. Those are your, uh, shoot 'em up movie fans, right. That they don't really want to hurt anybody, but they still kind of enjoy the suspense of like battle. Yeah. You know, the, the hilarity, even Good Lord of the evil. Rings, even Me the Lord and of them. the Rings. Yeah. yeah. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they believe that, that one set of people has more value than another. That's not it. Um, they're more about the, oh, I just have that little bit of fight left in me. And yeah. how do I do it in a healthy way? The thrill of the, of the fight. Yeah. I mean, you know. I don't, you probably didn't see Lord of the Rings. That was back when I, I did. did watch movies. Okay. So, you know, I did, got, but it was so long ago. I watched it when it came out. So, you got them fighting and there's hobbits everywhere and there's yeah. all sorts of weird shit happening. And they're just, you know, it's really just playing out those energies that were left over that we were like, we don't totally feel balanced yet in that respect. So, we're going mm-hmm. to choose an incarnation that brings us to earth so that we can do a little bit of that still in a healthy manner and get those, get ourselves balanced again. So on that game board, that's how we end up. Now, I, I don't have, I'm not an actress and I don't, I did used to shoot a little bit, but I shot targets. Like I could shoot circles, but I couldn't shoot the thing that looked like a guy. And so people would ask me, they're like, so what do you shoot? And I'm like circles and they roll their eyes. They're like, no, the gun. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it was a Glock 17 and that's gone. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that anymore, but I couldn't really hurt a human. And so I saw no reason to have the gun anymore because that's basically why they're here. They're just, it's just too easy to actually hurt a human with one. So easy. And so, I mean, I'd rather, I'm like, if someone breaks in, just take my shit. Take what you want. Take what you want beat me up, take my stuff. Like I can't, I'm not going to defend myself or anything. But But I also have never, I've never, I've never actually felt truly unsafe in most situations. I've just always felt safe. And when you feel safe, you don't need something like that. You definitely did not spend any time in Orion. No. (laughs) That if you want a Barbie ship and where was it? Santorino? Santorini. Yeah. Santorini. Yeah. Okay, so if you, yeah, you didn't you didn't spend any time in the Orion Absolutely system. not. I mean, I came down here for the first time and experienced fear. Oh, and yeah. Like any sort of dense negative emotion was when I was a, a little baby, Miranda. You felt fear when you were a baby? Pluto in my chart, which is ruled by Scorpio, um, is at where I'm at like five months old. And that is fear that is negativity wait i have no idea what you just said so when i was five months old so in my birth chart pluto is located where i i would be five years old it's the first time i experienced something that was plutonic 
which would be fear or darkness or negative. Five years old? Five months. Five Sorry. months old. Yeah. Do you and know I, what that is? Does it have anything? Do you have any reference in your life? No, but it is, but it's what I've also come to learn is that I'm so empathic that I, they are, it wasn't my fear. It was, it was someone my, else's fear. It was my fear. parents' fear, yeah. right? So it was my mother's fear. It's connected to my moon. So I didn't know until maybe two years ago that how empathic I was, that I've had these different people in my life that I felt their emotions. They weren't mine. I just had no idea that they weren't mine. You know, you go through and people are like, oh, I'm empathic. I go in situations and I like can't handle other people's energy. I'm like, man, that sounds like it sucks. (laughs) And then you realize that's me. And I'm like, I've been doing it and not knowing it wasn't, they at least knew it wasn't their emotions. You know, it wasn't their energy. And I had no idea, but I, I didn't have any context to come at it have fear, right? I just, that wasn't a context I had as a soul, as a being. What a so I needed, I needed, and now I can see, but like, look at the certain people and I'm like, that was not my emotion. It's so out of place for me in these certain situations in my life to feel that way because it wasn't me. It was, they weren't my feelings. It wasn't my anxiety. It wasn't, you know, my fear. So, um, I picked these people, right? They're players that helped me experience those to experience those things because I was not on Orion, right? I was not on these, uh, had these other lives to bring context into this one. I just didn't, I didn't have it. So I had to have other people kindly, you know, share their feelings and their experiences with me. Well, I think that's better than having to feel it yourself, right? Well, I mean, I still felt it. I felt it as if it were mine. No, no, no. But I mean, to yeah. cre- have to create an to create for an yourself yep. that would give it to you directly. So that exactly. was a very general application of yes. learning about fear. Yeah, absolutely. I had plenty of the other stuff. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm on the Barbie game board. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, but you're not wearing a cat suit. I mean... Dude, you think Barbie can get a little kinky on occasion? Like she can put on, she can put on some, what, some pleather, fluffy, fluffy feather stuff. She wears, she wears some vegan, vegan leather on occasion. <laughs> I'm gonna take the black stuff and uh, some high heel motorcycle boots because you know that's always. I know. You know, thing. I do. I love some leather. I love a leather jacket. I love some black. We're a lot of black. I'm not yeah. just Barbie. Okay, good. I do. I have a lot of a lot of leather stuff. I gotta say. So I in New Orleans, I went. I needed some headshots, and I went to this photographer. There's a female, and so she said, puts me in her little room, and I look up, and I'm changing, and there's a hook hanging from the ceiling, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. is there a hook hanging from mm-hmm. the ceiling? And so I get into my little outfit that I brought and she's taken a few really boring ass pictures of my face and I'll smile here and smile here, like awful commercial, like toothpaste commercial photos. And I'm like, so what's the hook on the ceiling? And she's like, oh, do you want to know? 
And I'm like, I'm not sure. So she, she gives me the little finger, like, come over here. And she takes me over to this ginormous, like, pirate chest. And she opens it up, and it's all full of black leather things and chains and spikes. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? She's like, why don't you try some on? And all of, all of the sudden, I'm wearing spikes and black leather and lingerie and i've got red lipstick on and my headshots turned into like crazy ass snm d snm freaking <laughs> headshots and body shots and all of that oh my god so the hook was basically a chair thing yeah that hangs and she kind of explained it to me i'm like that like sounds cage. really complicated she's like it's a lot of fun so my i walked out of there with like one good like tv commercial headshot and the rest of them are me in black leather and pretty much nothing else oh my god where are they i have them i can send you one i mean That's i'll send awesome. you one i'm not going to post it online but it was really so imaginative and so freeing i That's never awesome. would have thought of myself in that costume mm-hmm. right so yeah i've got them like and i was 40 then so i actually think i look better now but i'll let you decide so are you saying that because you want to go back for round two i've actually done it one more time since then um, Sorry. Oh, round three. Okay. Round three. <laughs> but see, if I'm if I'm choosing my game board, right? Yeah. If I'm choosing my game board, I'm gonna choose the me that I want to be, right? Because yeah. nobody really telling you you should be this person. You should be this person in this costume, or you know, like we were talking about in the last episode where you're supposed to be this person. You're supposed to not eat meat or you're supposed to be spiritual or whatever. You're choosing your costume, mm-hmm. right? And you're choosing the experiences that you want to have on the game board. And although everyone has their set themes, you can explore a theme on any game board, the Barbie game board, right? The Star Wars game board. Yeah, you get to... um be whoever you want for a small amount of time, and that's okay. Maybe you only wanted to play SM Kim for an hour. Maybe two hours. It depends. I want to slow things down in that area. You know, people go too fast in that area. Well, for a shorter period of time than an entire lifetime. Yeah, I don't think that going into Trader Joe's in that outfit would fare <laughs> yeah. me well. No. First of all, the leather, it's chafing and all that, but... I know. It's not for a walk. Not the walking kind of outfit, but... No. You know, but, but it was really interesting that I got to wear a different costume there for just a couple hours, and I turned into a completely different person. Like, even my face and my facial expressions, completely different. Yeah. That's so interesting. And like you said, it's freeing, and that's... That's where we're headed, to a place where we feel free to be something different and accept it and love it in ourselves. And not say that I wore a costume. That doesn't make me. That doesn't mean I'm S&M Kim. That just means I wore that 
I enjoyed wearing that costume and taking photos for two hours. You know what I mean? I enjoyed playing that role for that for that experience and I got out of it what I needed and now I can move on. But you don't judge, you don't put, place any sort of judgment on yourself from having done that. You know, that's where the, that's where the bad stuff comes in. You know, the negativity, when you put a judgment on that, like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I was so dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some things I did that were dumb. Like I did say that and I'm like, you know, now I look back, I'm like, okay, well you learned a lot from that experience. Right. Yeah. So what about more than one Miranda on the game board? Yeah, like I said, I, uh, I, I just feel like I've been so many versions of me. Still me, but like different versions of me. My Do you whole like life. the version that you are now? Is that like, the version that you would have chosen if you were? I, a- yeah, I like who I am now. I love who I am now. Very much so. I've been the not sunny person. I have never seen you not sunny. I know, but I believe me, I was. And I was losing friends and I was just a very angry, angry human being for a while. Do you think- And then I decided I had this, I know now it was my higher self talking to me, but you know, I used to have these like epiphany, like realizations that came to me, which I know who they are now, but like, and it was just like, I'm just going to be happy tomorrow. I'm just going to fake it until I make it. I'm going to act like I'm the happiest person on the planet and like be super kind and friendly and everything to everyone. And I'm just, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and that's just who I'm going to be. And I did and I faked it and then it was just natural and real. But I I just decided one day, I don't want to be this. I've tried being angry unhappy, depressed person who thinks the world is out to get them. And I don't want to be that anymore. So tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to be that person. I tried it. Not for me. Thank you. No, thank you. I prefer the yacht on the, where is it? In in Greece, the Greek Isles. Oh, okay. Okay. Any Greek Isle or Monaco. Sure. If we were going to see the the Mediterranean. Any Mediterranean area is good. Um, but but see, yeah, to, I've, I've, I've done it. I've played those roles. I've been there. But I like the darkness. And to me, there's n- there, there is anger. There can be total anger. But there can also be like the Tim Burton darkness, right? Where you're like, it's... Oh, yeah. It's Halloween-y, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. It's just... It's just contrast. Contrast. Like, I, I don't know. Like, when I see the... I don't, the nightmare before Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I love it. I love that movie. Love, love it. And it's not like nobody is really bad. It's just darker. Yeah. That's but just it's, Halloween town. It's Halloween it's town. Things. Oh, that's me in a cat suit. Yeah. I don't want the ears. I don't think I want the ears. I don't think I need the ears. No. Michelle Pfeiffer did do a good job though. She landed in the three-inch heels, and I'll never forget, and she just looked at him and said, meow. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, my God, that was perfect. It was probably take number 38 or whatever, but, God, it was so perfect. Just mm, here I'm feminine. I'm wearing leather. I know who I am. 
I'm totally comfortable dropping off the side of a building and landing right in front of a hot man that is in a really tight rubber suit. And I'm going <laughs> to tell him who I am. I mean, that, that sounds fun. It sounds like a fun game. I get board. it. I get yeah. it. Well, while you're on your yacht, that's going to be me. Yeah. Right. And I'll just have to figure out whatever sign they're going to have to cast in the sky for me to show up. Right. Cause they put the Batman thing always assuming that there were clouds up there. Otherwise there would be no reflection from the light that came out of the little spotlight on the game board. We can choose where we want to go. We can choose the costume we want, we want to um, wear. And how about choosing the people once you're on the game board? So we talked about choosing them before we got on the game board, but how about now that you're on the game board and you know you're on the game board? Well, now that I know that I'm on the game board, I, I want to choose the people that, um, you know, make me happy, bring me joy. Is that working? Yeah. Well, here Absolutely. I am. <laughs> you're here. I'm here. I yeah. just, they don't, I don't come across negative people anymore. Yeah. Out in the world. I mean, there's a, there's a handful of people, you know, like at work or whatever that annoy me, but like, I, I do truly believe that they're good human beings and I, and I like them as a human being, but I don't have, like we were talking about what enemies before I used to have some enemies, people that I was like, I don't like this person. Not anymore. And I, they, they're not in my existence anymore. So I can't, I can't, I don't even, I don't even remember the last time there was somebody who I saw on a regular basis that I truly like disliked being, having to like be near them. And so this is a good thing to talk about because you are on the game board, but you're also working on raising your frequency while you're here. And so the game board itself actually changes based on your frequency. Mm-hmm. So that is, it's a kind of a big pill to swallow for a lot of people. And they're like, they think that everything out there is this objective reality and they're just plopped in the middle of it. And that's not the case. Not at all. No. So it's all based on my perspective. Exactly. So your reality is basically another projection of how you're feeling about life. Like I said earlier, I had that moment where I, I really was... In my life, I felt like the world was against me, right? And so everything that happened to me felt like it was unfair. The world, why is everything unfair to me and everyone else gets whatever they want? They live in this wonderful little fairy tale where everything's easy, but for me, it's difficult. And then I just made that decision that, you know what? I'm, I'm going to treat everyone with the most kindness. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be happy and I'm going to treat everyone like exactly how I feel that they, that I should be treated. Right. Regardless of me feeling like they just had a wonderful life and like, they don't, why do they need nice things to happen to them? They already have it. I was like, I'm just going to treat everybody with such kindness and such happiness um, that I'm just going to be happy from that. And it was, there was, that was me switching my game board. I was like, I'm no longer going to look at the world this way. I'm going to actively try not to. And then it became not me actively trying to do it. It just became natural. So you that was my perspective. Yeah, exactly. So you Candyland. Yeah. With a yacht. Yeah. So 
I think that's interesting that, and I agree with you, I don't see negativity anymore. I don't see angry people. I don't see a whole lot of trash on the street anymore. You know, I see people taking care of each other and doing kind things for each other. And, you know, that, that it happened, it not necessarily like for you where it seems like it kind of happened quickly. Mine took a while because I'm a slow learner. Yeah. It's being my 864. I mean, it still took years. It still took years for negative people to not be there, but that was like a very, it was a big shift and it happened immediately because, because I changed, you were, you I changed changing my perspective. perspective. Yeah. Right. And you were like, you know what? I'm, I'm a sunny person. And so if I'm a sunny person, my thoughts and my deeds are projecting out and that's what I'm going to see in my physical existence. Yeah. And then I allowed the world to show me. Right. That. So you didn't the go world back being and kind to me. Yeah. Exactly. You didn't go back and doubt it and say, you know what? Fucking world's never been kind to me. I'm going to yeah. just. Not that I've never had those moments again. And I certainly have like, oh, this is, again, I was complaining to you the other day. Oh, it's why is this shit still hard? You know what I mean? But, um, but my general, you know, 95% of the time. That number's gone up, that, but you know, you were just checking to make sure, just a little reminder, like, oh, remember how sunny you are? Yeah. Even here, even during this, fill in the yeah. blank. Yeah, I mean, it's really is. anything that's hard, quote unquote, hard for me now, it's so different than hard used to be. You know what I mean? Yes. I can it's get out of, of it. It's more of an annoyance. It's exactly, it's more of an annoyance. Like, this is so annoying. Yeah, not like you're a life sentence. No. And I know, and I, and I trust and I believe things will work out, but it's just like, oh, no, my fucking, why they delivered my laptop to the wrong house. And I'm like, why, why? That's just annoying. That's just a pain in my ass. Now I have to worry about this. And I didn't, it like resolved itself like so quickly in a number of ways. Yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And it all turned out great. And you met nice people. Yeah. I mean, they're fine. (laughs) <laughs> but it was they, they were kind it was very nice of them um but to like call me and return it but um and then ups even called later and said the ups driver went back to the house to make sure to get it and then but they had already given it to me so like it, it would have resolved itself in a, like a number of ways which is so nice all to see of that kindness there was an awful lot of kindness coming back to you from yeah. all the kindness you sent out yeah. Right. But I was just like, oh, this is annoying. Why is this annoying? It's annoying because the universe is trying to show me that like things are going to work out in a number of different ways. And that goes back to like the game board. If you were standing in a particular spot in the game board, you can turn in any direction and move in any path and you're going to experience different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so from a game perspective, I'm not a huge gamer, but I get it. We're Basically, if you look at it the way a game is made, any player can choose to do any specific thing and there's already an answer as to what that response is going to be. This is like a World of Warcraft type game? Any game. Any game that you as a player make a decision in, Mm -hmm. the game master, whomever created the game, has to have a response to whatever you're going to choose. So they have to actually know or surmise all of the different options that a player could choose. 
So if you extend that out to creation, mm-hmm. right? Every single one of those possible responses already has an answer. Right. Right. So that's every possibility that you could ever imagine is already out there for you to choose. Yep. You're just going to choose the path that makes the most sense for you is the most fun, the most inspiring view from a yacht in Santorino or whatever. Right. So why would anyone want to focus on things not working out? Exactly. I mean, we do it because we're, we want to have that experience. On a higher level, but after a a while, right? Yeah. But like, like, there's, there comes a point where you, okay, you've had this experience. Are you done yet? You did it. (laughs) Check the box. You're allowed and you're allowed, you're allowed to say, I'm checking that box off. Yes. I've had that. that experience we're allowed to say that. And that's something that I'm learning a lot right now is I'm allowed to say, I'm in charge. I'm allowed to say, no, thank you. I'm done with that. I got all out of it that I needed and I'm, and I'm moving on and I don't want that anymore. Fuck no. <laughs> who, the fuck, am- who the fuck is, I'm like looking at this guy, who the fuck is planning this? Cause I'm done. Thank you. No more. I'm but done. it's you planning it, right? So It is. But I mean, it's easy for us to forget that while we're stuck down here in our costumes and there's atmosphere and there's other characters going around, it's easy yeah. for us to get lost in that fray, right? Yeah. But so, I'm at the point where I know that I'm the one who gets to say, yeah, I've had enough of that experience. I get it. And then you get the little pow bubble, like pow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And you don't have to really hit anybody. They just fall over and they don't yeah. get up again. Right? Yeah. I think that's fantastic. So if you are on the game board with Miranda and I, hello, I'll be the one in the cat suit and she'll be the one with the Miranda, what is it? Maranjita? Maranjitos. Maranjito on the yacht. And yeah. we hope to see you on the game board. And hopefully that gave you a little bit of an idea of, maybe a way to look at life that you didn't, you didn't consider before. So until next time, cheers. Cheers, everyone.